This is the Spa Retailer Podcast, where we talk about retail, business, and all things related to the hot tub industry. I'm Megan Kendrick, owner of Spa Retailer Magazine. And I'm Jeff Bailey, owner of Spring Dance Hot Tubs in Philadelphia. Hi there, everybody. I hope that you and your family and your employees are all safe and healthy right now. I wanted to get an episode out as soon as I could about what we're all dealing with and going through. I have to admit, uh, doing the podcast is one of the more difficult things for me to accomplish right now in my new working environment. Uh, Schools in Oklahoma are closed for the rest of the year, and so that means that both of my children are home with me all day. (laughs) So I've had lots of interruptions and making this kind of hard to work on because I need some quiet time. Hopefully you can't hear them in the background. This is probably the fourth or fifth time that I have attempted to record this introduction. I did not even attempt to have Jeff come on and do this interview with me. He's dealing with a lot of the things that the rest of you are right now. He's had to lay off a bunch of his staff and deal with that. And so, um, you know, hopefully he can come back on soon. I'm sure he will once things settle down, but um, I kind of wanted to just give him a break. On the podcast, I have Don Ryling from Olympic Hot Tub in Seattle. Seattle is one of the first places that was hit with the coronavirus And so he's kind of been in the epicenter of this. Um, What they're going through, if you are not experiencing uh, stay-at-home orders or closures, you know, this could be your reality sooner rather than later, unfortunately. And um, so I wanted to talk to Don about what he has been doing to help make it through, to help his business, to help him personally handle everything. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you guys know about something that we're starting It's an idea that I've toyed with doing before, but since I know a lot of you are reticent to share information across brands and all of that, we haven't done it. But I think now is the time. Something that Don and I talk about in this episode is that he's finding a lot of comfort and help right now by reaching out to other dealers and talking about what they're going through and what they're doing to survive. I think that is incredibly important. Now is the time to help each other out as much as possible. If you are doing something that is working, let the industry know. At this point, who cares if the guy down the street copies you? This is survival for the entire industry. To give you a place to share, to vent, to help each other out, we are starting an industry Facebook group. If you go to the Spa Retailer Facebook page, you will find it there. We'll do our best to share updates from the PHTA about things you can do to reach out to your local and state government to try to keep your business open. As the only media group that is focused solely on the hot tub industry, I think it is an important function of ours to try to bring the industry together as we are in this battle together. Um, Please check it out. I'll make sure to link to it in the show notes. Of course, uh, this would not be the Spa Retailer podcast if we didn't have some technical issues. Um, Don and I spoke on Friday the 27th at 8.30 in the evening, my time. It was 6.30 his time. It was the only time that we could both find that that we could talk. And this interview is kind of in two parts. So the first part, 
the audio is poor, I am going to put it at the end of the episode if you would like to go ahead and listen to it. it's There's great information. It's just not great audio quality. And so I'm going to kind of give you a little bit of a rundown about what Don and I talked about in that first part of the interview. And then if you want to go back and listen to it, which, you know, if it, the audio doesn't bother you, please do, because there's a lot of good information in there about what Don has been, been doing. So So to give you a rundown of how things have looked for Don and his company over the last few weeks, uh, the initial intent was to stay open by any means possible. But as the state and each of the communities where he has stores asked them to limit the number of people in the showrooms, he had to lay off half of his sales team and two people from their warehouse. The salespeople who had the best numbers, they kept their job. They kept one person in each showroom and then the rest would work from home. Patty, his sales manager, and his assistant sales manager, and Don would travel to each location to help give people the days off and all of that. Um, and they didn't have a ton of traffic, but people were still buying hot tubs. Over the weekend of the 15th, they sold 16 hot tubs over that weekend. So Don was feeling a little bit more optimistic, but last Wednesday, they got the shelter at home, stay at home order, and they had to close all of their showrooms, which meant that he had to lay off the rest of his sales staff and his assistant sales manager, another person from the warehouse. And so right now it's just service center personnel, the sales manager, Don, and then all of the service and valet techs that are currently working. Something that is interesting about the state of Washington is that they insist that service technicians are licensed electricians. They consider them residential household appliance repair. So that sector is not disallowed to work right now, which kind of gives them is their saving grace so that all of their technicians can still be out in the field. And from a safety standpoint, they start at home, they go to the customers' homes, they don't have to see the customers or touch them or talk to them. And of course, right now, people want their hot tubs to be sanitized, they want them to be drained and filled, they want to make sure that their water, especially right now, is safe. And that is the message that Don has been putting out there as much as possible. He is doing e-blasts, he says, you know, every day, every couple of days, as as quickly as things are changing, he's letting his customers know what's going on. And the crazy thing about that is that the statistics on those e-blasts are off the charts. You know, typically on average, Don says his emails are opened about 9% of the time, which is pretty typical, I think, for most people and most businesses. Right now, his emails have been getting opened 19 to 20% of the time. He did a blast specifically about a deal that they're doing with their e-store where they were discounting chemicals and filters and and they were shipping everything for free. It, it was kind of a, you know, everything to keep your hot tub clean and safe promotion. That was opened 41%. And then the click rate was 21%, which is, you know, just outrageous. They had 17 e-store orders between 3 p.m. on Friday and 1 p.m. on Saturday. So I think that just stresses the importance of having the ability to do e-commerce right now. This is the 18th year that Olympic has had an e-store. People are still wanting to buy hot tubs, Don is finding. So it's just a matter of figuring out how to uh, safely sell it to them. And so they are selling hot tubs off of their showroom floor. People don't have to come in to buy them. They can call in and doing it over the phone, and then they are uh, sold right off the showroom floor. 
that is kind of where we left things with Don, you know, with the poor audio, which again, you know, you can go back and listen. There's a lot more details and how he is doing things and the messaging that he has right now that he's sending out to his customers. So uh, take take a listen to that. But we are going to pick up right here with one of the main reasons why I reached out to Don specifically was because his PR person had reached out with a press release about what they are doing to try to get the state and their towns that they have stores in to recognize them as an essential business. So that's where we pick up. So I got a press release from you that kind of piqued my interest because it was just talking about how hot tub businesses should be deemed as essential. And I've definitely seen this a lot on the pool side of the industry, but not as much on the hot tub side. And so I'm just... I just wanted to talk to you about what you are doing to help your business stay open on on this front, you know? Well, I mean, a little bit of it is what I said before about having a licensed electrician on the team because that in and of itself is one of those requirements that they have as being a business that's essential to have open right now. Um, You know, we here's my belief that when you have a hot tub, you have got to make sure that your customers are soaking in safe, healthy water. And they can't do that if they cannot buy the things they need to sanitize their tub. They can't do that if something happens to their tub and it stops working. They can't do that if something happens to the water care system that they have on their tub and suddenly it's not sanitizing properly. They can't do that if they physically maybe can't get out there to do a drain and refill for themselves Mm -hmm. and they need somebody else to come out there and drain and refill it and sanitize it for them and make sure that it's safe to use. So all of the people that work on the support side of our business are really now the ones on the front line instead of the salespeople really. And they're the ones that are interacting with all of our existing customers and making sure that we're helping everybody that needs us to keep their water safe to buy the water care products that they need to keep it safe and to keep the tub operating. So if they want to use it, they know they're doing it safely. The reason that I felt, I guess I should tell you what I did a couple, about a week and a half ago, when they started getting to the point where I thought they were going to shut us down, or I thought there was the potential for that to happen. I sent a letter to every mayor of every city that I have a store in or location in. I also sent a letter to the governor. I went to the governor's website and emailed them. And then I also went to the state site where they were allowing you to submit yourself as an essential business and get an an exception made for you or a clarification made for you. Sure. And when I did that, I went to every one of those sites and I said, look, not only do we need to be open to make sure that we're giving our customers safe water, We need to be open because a lot of our customers, you know, we've got tens of thousands of customers now at Olympic, and a lot of these people use it for type 2 diabetes. They use it for rheumatoid arthritis. They use it for fibromyalgia. They might have an injury or maybe they've had a hip replacement, and this is where they get rehabilitation and recovery happening. They might have a bad back. They may have been in a car accident. They may have herniated discs like I do, and this is where they get their relief, but it's also what stops them from going to a doctor? And do we want those people burdening the healthcare system right now when these people already have the Herculean task of trying to keep people from dying? Right. I mean, there's got to be some common sense and logic that says, okay, well, the 30,000 people you sold to that have hot tubs, 
we don't need them to get sicker. We don't need them to come and bother the healthcare workers right now. We don't need them to want to go to their doctor and get a visit and get more medication. We want them to be on their program of health and wellness that they've already established from themselves, but they don't work and not have them suddenly put an extra oomph on what's happening burden-wise to the healthcare workers. So that was really kind of one of the things that I impressed upon when I sent these emails and letters out. And I attached the statement from the Pool and Hot Tub Alliance to every one of those. Right. We sent that in the letters. That reinforces what why it's so important for us to be out there. Yeah. It's so different because, you know, the industry started recreationally, mm-hmm. but now that it's morphed into a health and wellness product, it has a different place where it sits in the hierarchy of things in terms of whether it should be essential or not. And if people aren't familiar with what Don's talking about, the Pool and Hot Tub Alliance, the CEO, Sabrina Hickman, she came out with a a statement, a letter that you can send to people saying why pools and hot tubs and pool and hot tub businesses are essential to, to keeping people happy and healthy and all of those things and why, you know, sanitizing that water is of utmost importance right now. And so, so we'll definitely link to that. So you guys can have access to that letter as well. Have you, I mean, have you had any response from anyone? Have you heard back from any of, of the mayors or the, or the governor? I mean, what, what, what are you hearing now? Well, I'm still waiting for the clarification on the essential business, which honestly, I just did that three days ago when they announced that they were going to shut down, do the shelter at home mm-hmm. um, or shelter in place. Um, the the city of Everett, which was the first one that I started on this campaign about, um, was, you know, that's the first city where the first case was, where the first person was hospitalized in the U.S. was in Everett. And that's where I have a showroom. And the mayor there decided to shut the city down before the governor made his order. Okay. So I, I sent it to her. And after I sent it to her, I decided that it'd be a smart idea for me just to, to send this all of my other municipalities and get them postmarked before anybody else had announced anything. <laughs> so um, I did hear back from them. They said that, you know, they were defaulting to what the state would re- recommend. I did submit to one of the state sites. They, you know, I mean, I understand it, but it's a little bit of a cop out. They tell you that this is what you should do if you want to be considered as an exemption and, and remain in business. But then they send you an email back three days later to tell you that there there's a high demand and they're overwhelmed and you won't get an individual response. Of course. And you just have to read the proclamation that the government just governor just put out. Yeah. So it's a little bit of wait and see. It's a little bit of maybe they're too overwhelmed and they're not, or frankly, they may not even be in their offices right now. Yeah. So right now I'm waiting for an answer from the system, the, the portion of the state site where they actually gave us the opportunity to physically go in and ask for clarification on being able to stay open. And mainly that's for the showrooms. It's not for the support side of the business because I, I think that there's compelling reasons for that piece to stay open. And I don't have people that are jeopardizing themselves by being around other individuals Absolutely. and creating anything unsafe from a work environment standpoint. You know, it's funny because in this last issue of the magazine, we talk about about having a valet program and how that can be an important part of a hot tub business right now. And it seems like for you guys that that's kind of a huge thing right now that you have that valet service that you can, I don't want to say fall back on, but you have those people out there and that they are in this weird world that we're living in deemed essential. 
Yeah, they de- they're definitely working like mad and they have people that want their service and their schedules are full. I have seven valet team members right now and they're on the road every single day doing work for customers. There's no lack of work on their schedule. And the other thing, unfortunately, that I've asked them to do right now is because we have the showrooms closed, we're known for having a lot of tubs full of water for people to test up, usually six to eight in each showroom at least, right? which is a lot. And they are each one going to be assigned to a location and go there while the stores are shut down, drain, sanitize, and detail all of those tubs. So when we are able to return to work, the sales team can just go right in there and not have to worry about doing any triage or any, you know, damage control on anything where they'd have to sure. turn and fill and get things up and running again. We can just start filling things up and, and hit the ground running. Yeah. They're safety stewards really for us. And they're kind of helping us with the showrooms in addition to all the customers in the region right now that need us. Yeah. Are you hearing from your customers that their hot tubs have been kind of a big help or a big stress relief for them right now? You know, I knew you were going to ask me that. And <laughs> it's really fascinating because every single time I send out an email blast, somebody emails back and says, thank goodness you are here right now. We don't know what we would do without this. And, you know, we're thinking about you guys and we're hoping that things are okay. And I mean, it's really fascinating. And today I just got a response from the email blast that I just done. I'm going to sign on here and just get it for you really fast because I just want to retweet what she said. And it just, when you get an email like this, it reinforces for you, A, what we do for people every single day of the year, right. B, how critical it is right this minute, which is what I've been trying to send out in the world via blogs and via, via our email blasts and via our Facebook page and that kind of stuff. Oh, here it is. I sent her this email just free shipping on Instagram, and she said, "Thank you for all your cheerful service to us. I cannot express how comforting my hot tub is during these days at home. People are seeking solace, and sometimes for our customers, the place they get that is their hot tub." Absolutely. I mean, it's it's one of those things that I feel like as an industry we we talk about and we preach and we say this is important and it can be you know, something that people really get a lot out of. And, and yes, this, this is the time where a hot tub would be so great for everyone to have in their backyard, because if there was ever a time where we needed some stress relief, and like you said, some solace, it's now. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. You know, one of the other things that I wanted to say before I forget is how important Lord, I hope I don't get emotional, but how important the people that we know in this industry are to each other right now. Yeah. You, it's so easy to feel like you're on a desert island with the, with all this going on and you don't have all your employee base there maybe. And, you know, customers are wanting you, but you maybe can't help them because they can't come to a showroom. And the last couple of weeks, there's a core of hot spring dealers that I know that we've known to each other for years. I mean, some of them I've known for 20 years. And we have been getting on calls the last two weeks, once a week, so we can hear each other's voice, so we can see each other's faces, and so we can share what we're doing right now and just kind of support each other. Yeah. And you really need that right now. I mean, you you need it on a business standpoint as well as a personal standpoint. But my goodness, it's just so different when you can be on with 22 people for an hour or so. And, you know, you can joke and you can help and you can suggest and you can 
exhort and you can do whatever people need right at that minute. And then we've been sending, you know, group emails back and forth and sharing ideas and sharing what we sent to our public officials and share what happened in a store and share that somebody sold three tubs that day. And, you know, I mean, you can share your victories in, because it's a battle right now. This is war. So you can share the victories that you're actually having. And it really makes all the difference in the world. I mean, I'm, I'm talking to people from Maine and from Georgia and from mm-hmm. Washington, D.C. and San Francisco. So it's really great. And you also know that we're all dealing with the same thing. I mean, I know that we're in one of the epicenters and it seems like we're more critical right now than a lot of parts of the world. But they could be there in two weeks yeah, or in a week right. or tomorrow. Yeah. So what we can share right now is critical sometimes for all of us. I've been thinking about that a lot today, actually, just about how important it is for, I know that there, I know that it's competitive out there in the hot tub industry. And I know that, you know, people kind of want to hold some things close to the vest, but there's part of me right now that just feels like this is the time to share information. If you have something that's working, let the industry know, because it is, it is survival and it is a battle and it is it is the time to help everybody. It definitely is. And, you know, it's funny because I've told a number of people and I've told some of them that were on the call with me. Somewhere along the line, when I bought this company three and a half years ago, that manual that I got on how to buy, how to, when you buy a hot tub company, this page was ripped out. Oh, yeah, this absolutely. Oh, I'm right there with you, Don. Like, who, who would have thought this was not in the instruction manual of being a business owner is dealing with a pandemic where the government yeah. says, close your doors and people are not allowed yeah. to leave their homes. Like, this is just, there is nothing to compare this to. It is out of control. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And, you know, I mean, the, the, the one, that's why I'm starting to do these campaigns and I changed that special on my website. So it's about looking forward right now, mm-hmm. because I really think that we're just so mired in day-to-day muck and we have to be able to think about what we do for people and what we're going to be able to do for people when they're finally able to get back out and do this. And I, I know people are learning a lesson right now about how important it is to have a safe space at home yeah. and that, you know, I mean, a lot of people, I would hazard a guess, are going to be a little gun shy about traveling too far distances for a little while. Right. And they might as well create that staycation at home again. You know, I mean, we haven't visited that concept for so many years, but it's become relevant again and very important to people. Yeah. And that vacation that they had to cancel or that cruise that they had to cancel, right. that's the money that they can invest in a hot tub that will get back to them every single day. And, you know, we just have to, I believe firmly that there's going to be such pent up demand for our product once we have the ability to start engaging people again actively and having them in the showrooms, we could be overwhelmed. And that would be a great thing because unlike 08 and 09, I don't think we're going to have our demographic that buys our product be so stricken financially that they can't come in and just buy what they want it. Right. So I, I think that that's one of our saving graces right now. I hope I'm right. Yeah. No, I, mean, I think I think, it on the universe because we need it to be right. Yeah. No, I think <laughs> I think you are right, and I think that's something that I've been hearing from a lot of people. And it's kind of a weird thing to, I don't know. It's hard because you, this horrible thing is happening to the world, and people are sick and they're losing their jobs, and it's just there's just a lot of unknowns. 
But I do think that there is a lot that our industry can bring to that and a lot of hope and healing and help. And yes, our demographic, the people who can typically afford hot tubs are probably not going to be impacted like a lot of other people are. And so, yeah, there is a really a real opportunity for it to be, um, like you said, a pent up demand and a good thing for our industry. And it's and it's kind of it kind of feels a little weird to say that out loud. But you're right. I mean, I think it could be it could be good and it could be something that a lot of people sit back and realize that their home should be their safe haven. I love how you put that. You know, I've talked to some dealers recently and we've kind of had this conversation about how right now the tone of staycation isn't really the right tone because people are yeah. are scared and afraid and are, you know, really worried about their health and their jobs and their businesses. Um, but that yeah. safe haven idea is such a great idea and such a smart thing because that's where we are. We are all in our homes and we all needed to feel safe and happy and healthy and a hot tub is a great place to get that yeah and i mean it's a place that you know that your loved ones can go to and be safe too right you know so you don't have that added burden of worry that you normally have everything in your life of what happens to the people that you care about in your lives yeah you know i mean you always worry about them being safe but this is one place you know they can be safe so it's a, it's a big deal and you know i mean the thing about thinking about looking forward and stuff. I mean, frankly, you know, I've done this for 25 years in May and I love what I do. And for me, this is self-preservation right now. Right. I mean, I have to survive and we all have to still have a career and a life outside of what's happening right now. And for some people that's going back to their accounting firm, for some people that's going back to the hospital and working as a nurse and being able to do without fear that they might be jeopardizing themselves every single day. And for us, it's about being able to go back and sell hot tubs and sell people things that are gonna make them stay well and get back to the place of peace. Wow. Yeah. You know, I mean, we need peace right now, so. I don't know. It's a big thing. I think it's bigger than some of us give it credit for being. Right. Where are you finding that peace right now? Because I think a lot of business owners, I mean, these are hard days. Like you said, you had to lay off 16 people and that's, that's really awful. That is an awful thing to do. It's an awful feeling. These are people you love and care about. And that's the last thing that you want to do. So I mean, where are you finding peace and where are you keeping your personal sanity right now? I think a lot of business owners are probably, a lot of our listeners are probably in the same boat that you are. Well, um, you know, I mean, part of it is I'm just trying to reach out to the people in my life mm -hmm. and make sure that I'm telling them that I hope they're okay and that I love them. I, I did that this morning with two people, two women that used to work with me at Nordstrom 26 years ago, 28 years ago. And, um, you know, I texted both of them this morning to tell them that because one of them is immunocompromised mm. and the other one is going to be 80 next month. Yeah. And, you know, I'm worried about both of them. And so I've been doing that. I've been calling people that are friends of mine for 30 years and friends of mine for five years and sharing pictures of us on Facebook and reminding them about the times that we've had and that we need to do this again. Um, you know, I shared something on Facebook a couple of days ago, which was a whole bunch of my dealer friends that I've been talking about from earlier. And we were all together in New York City in Times Square. And we had a picture of us all there two years ago. And I posted it and told them that we needed to do this again when this is over with. 
you know, so part of my piece is coming from thinking about what I can do with the people that I know in my life after this is done and making a point to stay in touch with all those people more actively Mm -hmm. you know it's it's too easy to just get insulated especially when you're isolated yeah (laughs) it's too easy to just get insulated and just get caught in you can get sucked into just listening to all of this stuff every day and it just can ruin you you Mm -hmm. know I mean it can just really take you down and I've resorted to, I mean, I've reverted, pardon me, to looking at social media in the morning and in the evening, that's it. And I, I give myself a time limit and then I get off. Yeah. Um, because I'd rather spend the time talking to somebody on the phone that I haven't talked to in a year. I'd rather share something that's going to re- re- remind us all of something great that we did together and that we need to do it again. You know, I get peace from my cat. <laughs> hey. Hey, do um, not do not underestimate the power of pets. <laughs> oh no, I you know I mean she's my medicine kitty, so I mean she's she's part of the therapy, frankly. You know, from books, um, I'm trying to make sure that I'm doing things for my body yeah. that will keep it safe. So fortunately for my for me, I have an infrared sauna at home, and I've started using it twice a day, um, and I read in there. So you know, it gives me a chance to just kind of get in the quiet space. There is no social media. There are no tech devices. There is no email from work and just sit in there and self-care a little bit. Right. Are you, so are you reading fiction? Are you reading self-help? What, what are the kind of things that you, that help you relax when you're sitting in your sauna? I always read fiction. Oh, good for you. Historical fiction. Good for you. So we have enough reality right now. I don't need any more. Yeah. That's, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I find myself doing a lot of the same things. And actually, I said to myself today, you know, you need to find a good novel. You need to give yourself that mind break. But and it's funny because, yeah. you know, I'm I kind of joke about being stuck here at home with my children. But but they're also the things that are really bringing me a lot of peace right now because, uh, you know, my four-year-old, is she's excited that school's canceled for the rest of the year because she gets to stay at home with, she gets to stay at home with mom. <laughs> you know, and so it's, um, on the one hand, it's horrifying for me that this is where we're at and I have to figure out how to get, a you know, a day's worth of work in with a four-year-old and a five-month-old hanging on me all day long. But at the same time, there's a lot of comfort and a lot of joy that comes with that too, you know, and being able to go out on family walks and being outside together and doing these things that in the day-to-day slog, you kind of forget to do. And so, you know, as, as hard as it is, you try to focus on, on those things, on the important things. And, and it's really kind of amazing how that can transform where you're at in the moment and that that terror and that anxiety that's creeping up on you and how a five-month-old knows no difference <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna laugh no you know when she sees her sees her mom if there's coronavirus or not <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my gosh you know the other thing that i that i should mention and i because i shared this with my team uh yesterday i think you get so wrapped up in trying to do what you need to do for your business Mm -hmm. that sometimes you just forget to stop and just thank everybody for hanging in there and i sometimes i'm the worst at that and i i'm ashamed to admit that but it's true and everybody knows it's one of my faults so you know i own it 
I'm a human. <laughs> but um, I, I sent them something yesterday and thanked them all for all their work and their support. And that, you know, I, I and I, I what I said is that I thank them not from just the bottom of my heart, but from every part of it, because there's no way I could do this without them. Yeah. And the other thing that I told them in that email is that everybody that we know, including every coworker, but also every customer that we interacted with, we've got to give them some levity and we've got to show grace because right now, if they are lashing out or if they're cranky or if they're swearing at them or something, it may be uncharacteristic and it may, you know that it's an extension of what's happening to their world right now. And it's not really about the hot tub. It's not really about the coworker. It's about what you're living with every day that everybody else is too. And everybody's a human being and they have faults and you just have to allow people to be human now more than ever. Yeah. So I think that it's really important people remember that. Yeah. I had the same conversation with a coworker, with an employee earlier this week. And and I said the same thing. And, you know, we're going to have to give each other a lot of grace probably in the next couple of weeks because our lives have been turned upside down. And I said the same thing to my four-year-old today when I said, I'm sorry, mommy does not have a lot of patience right now. And we're going to both have to work really hard on that. It's a challenge, but it's something that's necessary and it's something that's important that we just give each other a break. Yeah, absolutely. I I don't feel like we didn't mention um, when we first got on this call that it is Friday. It is 930 yeah. my time and 730 your time. I don't even know what day it is anymore. I know this is this is the only time that we could find to talk. And I really appreciate you getting on the getting on the phone and doing this with me now of all times. I've definitely already had some wine. So, you know, that's that's where we're at in our in our week and in our life right now. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're willing to do this because I think it is important. I mean, like you said, it's, it's so easy. We're isolated and it's so easy to feel alone and feel like you're in this slog and trying to figure out all of this business stuff by yourself. And, and you're not, everybody is feeling the same things that you are. All of the other hot tub businesses out there are dealing with the same things that you are. And uh, it's really important right now to, share where you're at both professionally and personally and say, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what we're doing to help. This is what we're doing to fix things and to kind of try your best to look outside yourself and see what's, see what's going on. It's, it's hard and we're all in it together as cliche and corny as that sounds. (laughs) Well, look, I mean, sometimes they're more than apropos and that's really how it is right now. Um, I mean, do you have any other, I mean, I, I even hate to say tips because that also sounds cliche. Um, I know yeah. you talked about reaching out to the mayors and to the governor's office. Um, is there anything else that you feel like hot tub retailers should be doing right now to kind of, to keep themselves afloat, to keep themselves on the forefront of their government and talking about, you know, the importance that we do bring to people's lives and the safety of, of recreational water? I really can't think of anything off the top of my head. I just think that we have to make sure that we don't let what's happening right now take us off track and we keep trying to focus on things that will make us rise to the top in terms of top of mind for when things start to get better. So people have something like this to keep taking care of themselves every day. I just, I think we've got a big opportunity coming and 
it's better to think about that and prepare for that right now on top of all the damage control you may have to be doing and all the heartache may be going through to with the decisions you have to make. You have to give yourself some kind of cathartic exercise that's going to give you hope and give you focus and help drive you forward because some days you don't want to get out of bed. And if you let that take you over, that's not going to help you or your team or your friends or your family. It's not going to help anybody. Right. Um, and it may not be fun some days, but if you just get your mind in a different headspace and get your right brain thinking, you can get yourself to a place where you'll feel a lot better at the end of the day. Yeah. Get in that hot tub for a couple hours or 45 for minutes sure. or whatever you can, whatever you can do. <laughs> for sure. Well, Don, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. I know it's been a long couple of weeks. My pleasure. Okay, now we're going to go back. And this is where the audio quality is poor. Um, but please, if you want to continue to listen, go right ahead. Thank you so much. How are you? <laughs> oh, man, that's a loaded question. Um, yeah. But it's been just like a trial and terror, I swear. Because yeah. every single day it's different and you don't know what you're going to have to deal with next. And, um, you know, our, I mean, our business is starting to... Here's the frustrating thing about it for me, Megan, is that we had... The biggest, we had a record break in January and February for revenue. Mm -hmm. It was the biggest in the history of the company. We were up 31% over last year. Wow. And And unfortunately, well, I mean, maybe I shouldn't be telling them. I'll just say the personal stuff first. So, I mean, it's been traumatizing because I've had to lay off 16 people. Um, And I'm sorry. It was very emotional. And... In the meantime, the, the apartment that I moved to a couple of years ago, somebody chose to light a fire in one of the garbage chutes directly below my apartment. What? And so I was out on the street at 4 a.m. Um, and my, my apartment filled with smoke. And I was out there until 5.45 in the morning. And, you know, the problem with something like that happening right now, never mind the fact that you're freaking out about whether you're going to have an apartment to go through. Yeah. It, where do you go? Yeah. No restaurant, no coffee shop. My car was stuck in the garage and it's filled with smoke, so I couldn't get my car and go even sit in there. And it's 42 degrees. Wow. So, I mean, I, you know, braved it for 45 or an hour and 45 minutes, then came back inside. And then they've been trying to mitigate the smoke out of my apartment for the last three days. But this huge machine that I had to turn off if we were going to do this here because it just like noise. Noisy. Yeah. And they had these wind machines outside, or these air machines outside in the hallway, too. So one night I slept on my couch. You know, it's just, I mean, you know, oh, it, it's not horrible. I mean, at least I have a place to be. But um, so that was, that's just adding a whole different layer to what's happening. Fortunately, yeah. I don't know anybody personally that I know that has this yet. However, I did read today that a schoolmate of mine died that was in a class below me. Um, but she actually died of multiple sclerosis. Still, mm-hmm. anybody dying right now, you're just so hypersensitive and hyper emotional about it. So, yeah. any any death is not good, right? But all, but all of your friends and family and everybody is well at this point still. At this point, that I know, yes, yeah, yeah. Because you guys are kind of you guys are kind of in the the epicenter. I mean, right there in Kirkland is kind of where things in the United States just exploded. Yeah, and Kirkland is, you know. Four miles from my window store. Yeah. Yeah. The one you visited. So. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I mean, I know that the, the business stuff is really hard and emotionally hard and taxing, but at this point, are you, is that the hardest part for you? Or is it just kind of all of the scary other health things that are going on around you that is more scary at this point? Well, you know, I mean, even with the news media and everybody else makes it sound a lot worse than it actually is. Sure. However, there are a lot of people that in every city, you know, they're, they're being irresponsible. They're not being safe. They're not paying. I mean, like even I, I had to tell the people that were doing the apartment stuff here, I emailed the manager today and I said, by the way, you know, these three guys came in here yesterday with no protective equipment, no gloves. They were moving stuff around, opening doors, and they don't have any disinfecting stuff with them. And I'm just like, you know, do they know what's going on? Yeah. Um, you know, so it's, 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 a, I mean, it's surreal to be here because it takes me, you know, six minutes to get to my office. And there's no traffic on the road for the most part. Yeah. Um, you know, and I guess it's also a little weird for extroverts. Yeah. <laughs> who are now isolated in their apartments. And the cat wonders why you're still here. And you're trying to figure out how to stay connected mm -hmm. when you feel alone. Mm -hmm. So it's really funky. It is funky. Um, I did go to work today because I had to meet my bookkeeper and we had to do some stuff and we were applying for some, you know, grant loan stuff locally that required me filling out forms, scanning them, you know, sending them back and stuff and that stuff I can't do at home. I don't have yeah. that ability that I've yeah. never put up here. Um, plus, you know, I can't just sit here because there were half a dozen employment security notices to confirm unemployment for all of my people. Yeah, so I had to be there to sign those, get them in the mail, get them back in a timely manner so their unemployment benefits don't get screwed up. Um, you know, people, they talk about, you know, staying at home, but if you're running a business, sometimes you, you can't. Yeah. There's stuff that you have to touch and you have to do at work physically that you can't do anywhere else. Yeah. So, so. Yeah. So can you talk me a little bit just through like your decision process with how, I mean, just kind of how the last couple of weeks have, have gone for you with how, what, the, what the state has mandated for you guys to do versus, you know, what your plans were and kind of how you've had to deal with everything? Well, our initial intent was to stay open if, by any means possible, if we could. Yeah. And, you know, one of the blessings and curses of having a big or a bigger company. Right. Yes is that you have locations over the entire region and you have to deal with things regionally as well as as a big business or a small business in state as a, in the whole scope of things mm -hmm. um you want to be a good community steward but you don't also want to do anything to slit your own throat accidentally yeah so initially it was business as, as usual um it wasn't until last Friday when they started telling us that we needed to limit the number of people in showrooms and we needed to keep people isolated and that kind of stuff. And that's when I had to lay off half of the sales team. Yeah. And we went through a lot of decisions during that time of who stays. So we went through and, and I had to call every single salesperson that night that I laid off and that I kept. And, you know, I had to tell them, 
you know, for years, I've talked about the fact that this is a performance-based job. Yeah. And this is the day that proves how important that is because the people that were the performers and the people that were turning in the best sales numbers were the ones that got kept. Um, and we kept one of those in each one of the showrooms, Patty, my sales manager, and Jonathan, who was my assistant sales manager, and myself filled in in stores when they needed days off. So I was traveling all over the region at that point mm-hmm. and trying to be smart about it. Um, carrying disinfecting wipes in my car and, you know, hand sanitizer and all this stuff and wiping everything down when I got to a showroom and, you know, making sure that I was doing what we needed to do to stay, stay safe. Um, we didn't have tons of traffic in the showrooms at that stage, but we did have people still buying tons. I mean, it's been riveting. We, until things kind of came to a halt, by the 15th of this month, we had sold... I mean, the, 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 the weekend of the 15th, we sold 16 tubs over that weekend. Wow. And I was so optimistic because that first week of the month, we had only sold one for six days. Mm-hmm. So I was a little scared and um, wondering how, how we should proceed and what cuts we needed to make. When things kind of came to the halt, we decided we had to lay off six sales team members and two people at our warehouse. Then we came up with this game plan of how to make sure we still had somebody in every location. And that's when Patty and Jonathan and myself had encountered showrooms for salespeople when they weren't there. Um, before we had done those layoffs, we had actually set every single salesperson up with remote access at home. Okay. We only had one person in the showroom prior to that. And the other person worked from home. And they had to show work product and had to show that they were doing what they needed to do to be on the clock. Um, so, you know, I mean, that was part of what we had to do. And then this last Wednesday, when they forced the entire state to shut down, basically, mm-hmm. said shelter at home time. Then I had to call the rest of the salespeople and lay all of them off. And my assistant sales manager, one more person at the warehouse. Um, so now we are down to service center personnel, my sales manager, myself, all of our service techs, and all of our valet techs. Yeah. Now, the one bright spot in this whole thing for me, and one of the things that may work in my favor ultimately, is you know, for 20 years, our state has insisted and passed a law that all of our service techs had to be licensed electricians. Right. So when you think about the kind of license they ask them, they require them to have, it's one for residential household appliance repair. So in the state's view, we sell household appliances. Mm -hmm. That's one sector that is not disallowed to work right now. So because of that, our techs are still out in the field. Fortunately, they all, they're all home garage, so they start their day at home alone. They go to a site. Mm-hmm. They can distance themselves from customers. A lot of times customers aren't home, and right now, of course, they're staying in the house. Um, same thing with the valet team. You know, customers are calling us constantly right now when needs to sanitize, drain, and refill their tubs. We have to have techs go out there because we need to make sure people have properly sanitized water if they're going to use their hot tub. And I'm sure you know that COVID-19 has been shown to not be able to survive in hot water that's properly sanitized. Yeah, thank goodness that that 
Thank goodness that they came out with that like pretty quickly. Yeah, so we've been putting that message out there um, and customers are listening. It's been fascinating to watch the different things that we do on a day in and day out business practice that suddenly have all new statistics that you would never dream could be possible. Really, like what? Well, for example, I've been doing I've been doing these email blasts for our entire customer base every few days or every day or every other day based on how things change to give them an update on what's going on here, to let them know that we have service techs out in the field, we have valet techs out in the field, we are do, doing remote selling right now. And I'm telling existing customers, look, if you know somebody that needs a hot tub right now and they've never bought one before, your referral is deeply appreciated right now. We need it more than ever. Yeah. And you know, I mean, most of these people are our friends, and they really want us to succeed, and they need us here. Yeah. Um, for them, for a lot of them, it's it's lifeblood. They're not, uh, you know, it's it's used for medical reasons and stress and anxiety, things that they can't cope with otherwise. And there's no stress and anxiety right now, <laughs> or sleep deprivation. Yeah. You know, so your hot tub can really be key right now. Um, so I, I was sending out these updates. You know, typically. On average, I would say, and, and it kind of seems to be the norm that your emails will get opened about 9% of the time. Um, these emails were getting opened 19 to 21%. Wow. So the open rate was dramatically different. On Monday, I sent out an email specifically just for our e-store to let people know that all of our cleaning, sanitizing, balancing products were all discounted. We discounted filters so people can have everything that they needed for the tub to keep it clean and safe and did free shipping on there. I sent that email blast out on Monday and 41% of it got opened. Wow, that's I mean, insane, that's insane. No kidding, and the click rate was 21%. Oh, that's even more insane. <laughs> and you know, I mean, we can sit and watch where, you know, like last Friday before this all really hit, um, my general manager and I worked alone at the service center on Saturday and we saw 17 Easter orders come in between three o'clock on Friday and one o'clock on Saturday. Hmm. Um, so it is seriously being used and, you know, I've talked to a lot of my fellow dealers for a long time now about the importance of e-commerce and how vital it is to our business because we do a decent amount of business there and this is our 18th year with an e-store. Okay. We have it right now. I bet. We've got customers that absolutely want to buy from us. They won't go to Amazon to buy. They want to buy from us. Mm -hmm. They will call on the phone and they will call our service center to order and they'll do curbside pickup and they will have a shipment for the e-store. And they want to support us. And I at least have an online vehicle where they can do that easily. Yeah. Um, and we can still work to ship all those things out and we can still support them that way. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, that's, that's a lot of some of the things we've been doing right now. Yeah. Um, and then from a sales standpoint, what's become clear right now is that people still want to buy hot tubs. And if they want to buy right now, you really need to figure out how to sell to them. And you need your message to be clear about why they deserve one right now. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, if you look at my website today, we changed our specials page. And I have been saying this in some of my blogs right now, too. Do you need a hot tub right now, or do you deserve one? Yes, you do. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody should have a safe haven at home. Everybody should have some place that they know they can safely relax. They can safely be with their family members. Um, the blog I just posted yesterday, which you would appreciate, probably, mm -hmm. says that if you are 
with children at home right now. Um, you can use the hot tub as a reward for them to get their home schoolwork done, and you can get a little bit of respite. You can get a little bit of a break. You better know that that would work at my house right about now. <laughs> you know, and I just kind of pointed out in that blog some of the other reasons why the, the, the title of the blog was why a hot tub is essential right now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the word essential and safe distancing, I mean, these are all becoming new, you know, terminology in our lexicon of language. And I don't think they're going to go away because yeah. who knows if this might happen again, God forbid. But it, it's just so critical for people to know that COVID-19 can't live in hot tub water that's sanitized. And you can, you can soak there and have peace of mind. I mean, you can get in there and when you go, you know it's real. Yeah. Real at a whole new level you never thought you'd ever imagine you needed. Yeah. Um, I mean, just think of the endorphin release and, and the, the, the release of your stress and anxiety. And, you know, people are working from home right now. And you are sitting on a couch with your legs up. You're dealing with kids running around. Your cat's getting in your way. And you're trying to work. And you're working and sitting and moving your body in ways you don't do at work. Right. So your neck is stiffer than it was before. You, I, I woke up yesterday morning, and I had a pain in my lower right back from the way I've been sitting on the couch doing nonstop email blasts, you know, applying for grants, for applications, for assistance, doing all these texts with my sales people, my staff. You know, you sit weird, and you don't know you're doing that. Yeah. But I'm going to let you know the next day. Well, yeah. you're not to up with all that weird new stuff and keep you from, like, having to deal with that pain constantly. Um, so it's, it's a whole different world. And, I mean, that's just some of the things that we've been trying to do. Um, but we're putting messages out there about a hot tub is your safe haven. I really like that concept and that idea. Mm -hmm. um, I think that we have to focus right now on giving people hope and giving people something to look forward to. Yeah. If they don't have a hot tub right now, they want one right now. I will I'll tell you a story. Wednesday was the last day our showrooms were open. I was covering our Woodville showroom. I got an email inquiry from a customer. I called and talked to her on the phone. She said, look, we, we think that we need this. Our kids are at home. We think that this is something that we should have right now. We don't know if you can even deliver one to us. I'm like, well, I said, the, the, the fortunate circumstance of our company right now is that we do have tubs and stock ready to deliver. And I have the good fortune of having seven showrooms that have hot tubs sitting on the floor. And if it's more important for me to have the hot tub than for me to have a display, then you need the hot tub. Yeah. So we went back and forth. We talked about it at six o'clock that night. She bought the hot tub. We took it out of my five showroom the very next day and delivered it to her at three o'clock. Yeah. And that makes the different all the difference in the world for people. So I today I had five phone calls from people looking for hot tubs. That's great. Two of them, them existing customers that wanted to get new ones and. You know, we're doing what we can. We did sell a hot tub today. That's it's great. It's being delivered on Monday. It's one off, off of my showroom floor again, but it is what it is. We're surviving. Yeah. We're yeah. Um. podcast is produced by Spa Retailer Magazine. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SpaRetailer.com, and the Spa Retailer app. Please leave us a review and let us know what you think or email us at podcast at SpaRetailer.com.